1: Welcome into The Retirement Playbook with Brock Alspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are The Retirement People, and we're here with you every Saturday. Also with me here every Saturday is Mr. Tony Shore. We're going to say hello. So hello, Tony.
0: Well, hello, Brock Alspaugh. (laughs) Great to be here with you. I'm excited about the show today.
1: Yeah. I'm always excited to do the show with you, Tony. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, We have
0: lots of fun.
1: We do, we do. We try to bring some great information to the people of Southeast Missouri, but we also uh, want to have a little fun with it. So, yeah. uh, I, all, But on top of that, I want people to do something, Tony. I want them to go to my website. And the reason why is because it's loaded with great information. So we're glad that you listen to our show. We want you to keep listening to our show and thank you for doing that. But if you want to take it a step further and help yourself with your own retirement, just go to our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. You can check out past shows. You can look at information from our um, retirement uh, Roth conversion piece. It's on our main page. There's lots of great information on our website. You can order my book. It's called The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. That's the goal. That's what everybody wants to do. But if that information only takes you so far because you have to get a customized plan. And to do that, we are here to help. So just give us a call here at 573-332-7855. We can talk about your situation, see if there's anything we can do to help. If not and you're doing everything great, good for you. Um, but at least get that second opinion. So there you go. There's the information. Now I'm ready, Tony, to get started on today's topic. What awesome. are we talking about?
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know what? Uh, I think we're going to talk about health care, right? I mean, okay. there's, uh, it's expensive, and we need to know how <laughs> that's going to work, right? no it's not expensive tony <laughs> it's outrageously expensive i'm sorry I, correction it's outrageously expensive
1: yeah it is but here's here's the deal tony you know when you go to buy a new car if you're lucky enough to have new cars on lots around where you live because <laughs> there's really none around here i don't know about a, a right. your area, nope. Tony. nope there's none same same situation yeah, yeah. okay but uh, even when you're going for a new car or something even less expensive, like a TV or or a pair of tennis shoes or dress shoes, what do we do? Well, we shop around. Yep. that's the smart thing to do to try to get the best deal, right? Um, and, and, and and so the best possible price is only done through a little bit of research, making sure that you're shopping that around. Uh, and and it can be frustrating. Um, and when especially when you find out, you know, a week later that you could bought. That TV or that pair of shoes for less money than what you paid. It can be frustrating. Um, But with some things like healthcare, Tony, it's not easy or even possible to save money, right? No, that is wrong. You can save money on healthcare by shopping around. Whether it's while you're still working, whether it's in retirement years when you're shopping for Medicare supplements and prescription plans, there's some things that you can do, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to show you and tell you about a few things that you can do to help yourself save a few bucks.
0: Yeah. And that's, I I love this and some great tips on today's show. And I think you spelled it out really well. And like you say, the latest um, electronics or new clothes, we can generally find coupons or a Sunday ad or an online special to get what we want at a better price. But with healthcare, it's not like insurance companies are putting coupons in the Sunday paper <laughs> or there's not a Groupon, right, for groupon, surgery. Yeah. I can't get a surgery Groupon. so I think uh, our, our audience, as well as myself, are going to be really listening in to mm-hmm. see how we can save money on health care.
1: Absolutely, Tony. And so um, uh, I, I actually picked this topic due to an article that I saw in Kiplinger. Uh, it's titled 20 Ways to Save on Healthcare." Uh, that is going to be a great resource for us today. And it notes that even if your employer picks up a sizable chunk of your health care costs, Tony, uh, you're likely still forking over thousands of dollars each year, not only in those premiums that you still have to pay, but those deductibles. Uh, in fact, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, workers who have employer-provided health care coverage still pay on average $1,243 a year for single coverage premiums. So so for one person, you're paying about a little over uh, $100 a month. And for those with family coverage, that number jumps all the way up to $5,588. That is a ton of money. That's just for the premiums. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. As for the deductibles, the average for single coverage is $1,644. And for family coverage, it's often more than $2,000. Okay. And some of you may be listening and go, "Well, man, I wish I had a $2,000 deductible. Mine's 5 or $6,000." But one simple way to keep your healthcare costs under control is to make sure you stay in your plan's network, okay? If you have a preferred provider organization, also called a PPO, you may get a certain degree of out-of-network coverage, but if you're part of a HMO or a health maintenance organization, You may open the mailbox one day and find a bill for out-of-network coverage that's so large, it's hardly even imagined how you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Um, And so really understanding what your plan is and what you're able to do is so, so important, but it takes time. Yeah. You've got to read through those documents. You've got to talk to your HR department, and you really need to understand what type of plan you have.
0: Yeah, and with all these uh, insurance companies uh, denying claims for out-of-network coverage, uh, I heard that there are some uh, legal changes and proposed laws that may offer some degree of future relief for that, right?
1: That's correct. So through the size and scope of that relief certainly remains to be open. We don't know exactly, okay? It's kind of like the tax law changes, Tony, that are being proposed right now. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. But beginning in 2022, federal law will dictate that insurers must provide in-network rates on, uh, quote, surprise medical bills when a patient unknowingly receives emergency care from a provider that's out of their network. So, so to that point, Tony, is that if you live in an area where your emergency room, where the closest place that could save your life, in other words, yeah. is not in-network, sometimes you just you know you got to bite the bullet well through this law uh that that allows you to do that and not um be penalized for that so that's you know that's probably a good thing right because you want to go to the closest emergency room possible and if it just so happens they're not in network right you you know you you don't want those surprise bills so that'll help
0: well yeah and i've even heard i've had the situation myself where you might go to a hospital for a certain procedure and the hospital is listed as in your network, but the doctor that performs it is not. So your insurance company refuses to cover the cost. So uh, that's really not good. And that's that's not a surprise. That's a good old fashioned kick in the teeth. It really is. And, and just so you know, Tony, you, you know, you can appeal
1: those charges directly with your insurance company. Now, you may not get where you want to go, but you can at least give it a try. Right. In other words, Go ahead and appeal uh, to your insurance company. Bear in mind that several states have their own laws that are designed to guard against unexpected medical bills. So again, very wise to understand uh, what our rules are here in Missouri that can help you uh, in those potential cases where you get those, quote unquote, again, surprise bills. So
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's huge. So I know another potential way to give yourself increased protection against surprise health care expenses is to work with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, who's going to have the experience and insight that you need to build that health care strategy that's going to fit those goals, right? Absolutely. So we have an
1: insurance agency here, Innovative Insurance Consultants. And, um, you know, we've got a couple of folks here that can help you with that uh, if you need more information, okay? Um, Now, again, I would encourage you to really research your own plan because we're not going to know your plan. Okay. We can got we have the general basics here, um, but your plan, it's kind of like a 401k plan. Everybody says, well, I don't know if I can do this or that. And there are some general rules out there, but like in-service distributions, not every plan allows for that. It's all dictated by the plan document very similar in the healthcare industry. Okay, So the, if you have an employer-sponsored plan, more than likely, there's just very you know the, the specific to that plan as far as some of the rules that are concerned. All right. So let's move on to the next one, Tony. The next way to save money on your healthcare expenses is to make sure you're taking advantage of your plan's preventative care services. Okay. Many health plans cover certain Preventative services without sending you a bill at all, even if you haven't hit your deductible. So, preventative care services often include things like immunizations and screenings for depression, blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, etc. Additionally, if you have certain risk factors, services like mammograms are often covered as well. Hmm. So, uh, even some high deductible plans cover health care for chronic conditions like insulin and diabetes um and stands for health uh disease or excuse me heart disease uh before you've reached your deductible so really understand and go visit healthcare.gov by the way that's another great resource healthcare.gov and and, and search for the terms preventative care benefits and you'll see some of these things that are out there but again you got to make sure you understand your plan and your network so uh, doing some research is going to be the, the, the common denominator here, folks, as to what you have and what you need to know. Doing some own, your own research, spending a little bit of time now, it's kind of like doing the full retirement plan, right? You spend a little bit of time now doing some homework and some research on what you're spending your money on and those kinds of things, developing a budget that really is within your means and, and reaches all of your goals is so important, but it takes a little bit of work. Same thing here. You can save yourself thousands of dollars by doing a little bit of research on what is covered, who's in network, and what facilities are are covered. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Preventative care benefits is a huge one, Tony.
0: Well, yeah, and let let's give that website one more time. It's healthcare.gov. That's right. He, that's healthcare.gov, and then you can search for preventative care benefits. And ultimately, you're right. I mean, preventative care is not only going to save you some money, but it's also going to help prevent or slow down some of those medical conditions that can negatively affect your physical and social activities that are going to make retirement so much fun. So it's really a win-win there. Uh, Now, let's take a moment to let our listeners know, Brock, how they can get a hold of you to set up that no charge consultation.
1: Absolutely. So here's the question I always have people ask themselves what are you doing and why are you doing it, okay? And it applies to a lot of things in life, but it really does apply to the healthcare situation here too. What are you doing and why are you doing it? Some of the things that, you know, what are you doing is controlled by other forces, like if you have an employer-sponsored plan that you can't control or pick what your deductible is and those kinds of things. But what are you doing and why are you doing it? And so if you have questions about your retirement strategy, which also includes your healthcare strategy, just give us a call. We'll understand exactly what you're doing and and why you're doing it after you get done working with us. So give us a call at 573-332-7855. 573-332-7855.
0: All right. Thanks, Brock. And you're listening to The Retirement Playbook. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Brock Allspa. And this has been an excellent show so far today, Brock. Uh, What do you have for us next? So the Kiplinger article, again, titled 20
1: Ways to Save on Healthcare, next suggests that utilizing telehealth services may be a great way to save money on healthcare.
0: That's an interesting one.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever used one, Tony. Yeah. I have not. We uh, have. But my I, wife and I have. I've heard great things about them.
0: Yeah, it's really easy. And if you have something that's pretty common, like, you know, okay, my kid has an ear infection and just needs some antibiotics. It saves a trip into that clinic and the wait with all the other sick people, et cetera.
1: Right, right. So so I know that, you know, last year, Tony, with COVID and the pandemic and, you know, people not going anywhere, not going to see, you know, maybe your physician, what have you, that these things really skyrocketed last year uh, and, 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 and have been gaining popularity for years. I do know that. Um, but if your insurance provider partners with a telehealth service, which many of them do. Yeah. Um, using it to speak to a professional may, in some cases, save you a bunch of money because then you won't have to go into that office visit and pay for that. You can do it over the phone. They can prescribe a medicine, and and, and I know that that's limited, right? I mean, it's not going to be uh, a, 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 in a very advanced case. Like you said, your common colds and those kinds of things. It can be done through this kind of service, and, and that could save you a bunch of money. And I know that some people don't want to do that, Because they want to go
0: into the office but give it a try give it a try you may like it yeah and i'm sure some of our listeners out there may think that a virtual medical appointment would be cumbersome or you know the technology might be difficult but really uh it's not that hard and it's pretty user-friendly absolutely you know
1: it, it affected us too tony you know when we're talking about communicating with clients and during the COVID uh, you know, pandemic there for when it was real high and, and uh, we weren't seeing a lot of people in our office, Um, you know, we did, we hosted a lot of webinars, a lot of WebEx meetings. And, you know, at first I was, you know, didn't know how that was going to work. And, you know, sometimes technology is great, but, (laughs) you know, does it, you know, when it doesn't work, it's, it's very frustrating. Yes, it is. (laughs) But, but it did work and it was great. And, uh, you know, we, we still, to this day, you know, some people prefer just to do that and uh, have the WebEx meetings and we can, you know, pull up their accounts and screens and go over everything they've been doing and, and uh, so it's great. So what I would, the lesson there I think is give it a try, folks. Yep. Give it a try. That virtual meeting with that physician or that uh, nurse may be something that you really enjoy. Another way uh, to save a few bucks on your health care is to make up your appointments after you've hit your deductible. Just make sure you schedule them before the plan year ends, so that your deductible doesn't start all over again. You know, you
0: you bring up a good point, Brock. I mean, if you're a smoker and your company offers free access to a program to help you quit uh, and you get a premium break for participating, well, that's a win-win right there. It's a win-win-win. And the reason I put another one on there is because,
1: again, by everybody being more healthy, you'd reduce the cost for everyone in the plan, you know? Uh, So, Tony, I mentioned a few minutes ago um, about the health savings plan and the the, uh, spending account. Health spending account, but let's go into a little bit more detail here as to what those are and how they work. More commonly referred to as an HSA, the health savings account are potentially an excellent way to save money on your health care. If you have a high deductible plan in 2021, you can contribute $3,600 if you have self coverage and $7,200 if you have a family plan. Uh, Also, note that if you're over 55, Okay, you can contribute an additional thousand dollars as a catch up contribution. These are huge, excellent ways to save money to help cover some of those um, deductible costs that you have. HSAs are funded with pre-tax dollars and the money grows tax deferred. Then when you draw the money out for medical expenses, um, you know, it's a huge tax savings um so so that's the deal with hsa so you put in pre-tax dollars the money grows tax deferred so you don't pay taxes on it then you withdraw the money to pay as needed for these uh numerous eligible medical expenses
0: yeah and, and so that's HSAs. So, but what about flexible spending accounts which also get a lot of attention when it comes to health care planning right
1: yep it is and it's another good one um you know you can currently contribute Tony up to two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars in pre-tax dollars, and you can then withdraw the money tax-free for certain medical expenses. Uh, one note here: some people use FSA funds for child or elderly care, and those limits are different. But if you're using FSA funds for what they're intended for, which is medical expenses, the limit is two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. And then ultimately, you can withdraw HSA and FSA, FSA, FSA. Wow, FSA. So the flexible spending account money, tax-free to cover deductibles, copays, and coinsurance. Furthermore, money from these accounts can be used on things like eyeglasses, medical uh, monitoring equipment, testing devices, orthodontia work. Okay, and, and thanks to a rule that was implemented in 2020. You can use those accounts to cover over-the-counter medications like pain relievers cough syrup and antihistamines okay so so these plans have become more consumer friendly they have huge tax benefits to them and and you know what when it comes to developing a financial strategy I have several clients Tony that have accumulated big dollars in these accounts and you can use them in retirement for your health care and retirement to pay for your Medicare supplements, for example. So you take all this money and you've compounded 10 years and granted, you've probably taken some money out to pay for ongoing medical costs. But if you don't take out enough to to meet those needs, because again, it has to come out for eligible medical expenses, man, it could be a huge tax savings for you in retirement as well.
0: Obviously, your healthcare strategy is a huge part of both your financial and retirement planning strategy. So, I would urge anyone listening uh, to work with somebody like yourself, Brock, a financial services professional, because you're going to be able to look at their current healthcare coverage and where they're at financially, where they want to head in retirement, and see how it all fits together, right?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, the healthcare strategy. Uh, you know the income planning that we do to make sure that you don't run out of money, you can maintain your lifestyle. Uh, that 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 to me, that's the most important. But this is is really close, Tony. I mean, because this could be a big expense, and and when you get to retirement, like I said, you can use these funds, HSA and FSA funds, um, because they don't expire. Okay, um, and so you can actually even use them for Medicare Part B your Part D premiums, which is your prescription plans, as well as Medicare Advantage premiums. Uh, You can use HSA-eligibles funds for long-term care and insurance premiums up to a certain limit. Home improvement projects designed to help access medical conditions like widening doorways, Tony, or putting up support bars in the shower are also HSA-eligible expenses. I mean, there's there's a lot here. Uh, There's a lot of detail. There's a lot of nuances. But I will tell you that if you understand how these plans work and you use them to your advantage, they can be a huge asset for you, Uh, not only now, but going on in the future.
0: Yeah, that's huge and great show today. This is a good topic because there are ways to save on health care. And it's important because it's so expensive and it needs to be part of your overall financial plan, as you were just talking about. So a great one today, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Oh, man.
1: I tell you, the last thing I will tell you is that um, deducting your medical expenses is another great way um, to save money and making sure that you're not blowing up your finances. Okay. And there's some rules there. Okay. But you need to understand that you can do that. As long as they don't exceed certain limitations and just give us a call we can talk to you about that at, on a one-on-one basis um, but uh, anyway really have enjoyed it tony this has been a great show if you need help in your own life give us a call here at innovative financial solutions 573-332-7855 i hope everyone has a great rest of your weekend and we'll talk to you next week
0: all right and that does it for today's episode of the retirement playbook with our host brock all Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com.